0: Hi, welcome to our study of patterns found in the Gospel of Mark. Today we're looking at Mark chapter 3. And in this chapter we're seeing that Jesus wants expects a response from us. Here's the outline. He's accused of breaking Sabbath laws, 1 to 12. Losing his senses, 13 to 21. Being possessed by Satan, 22 to 30. Correct response, Jesus asking us what you want to be a part of him, you have to do the will of God. Okay. Here we go. Jesus is accused of breaking Sabbath laws. They've got this man with this withered hand and they want him to heal him and heal him on the Sabbath. So Jesus turns around, looks at everybody and says, well, is it lawful to do good or harm on the Sabbath? Save a life or kill. But they kept silent. They're not going to say a word. So looking around at them with anger, grieved by the hardness of their heart, he says, stretch out your hand and he stretched it out, and his hand was what? His hand was was restored. You need to understand that's not breaking Sabbath laws. That's breaking Sabbath tradition, and that's what Jesus does. He's asking us to make a response here in the sense that which do you think is better, to heal or to kill on the Sabbath? And right after this, what do you see following him? Seven different groups of people from Galilee, Judea, Jerusalem, Idumea, beyond the Jordan, Tyre, Sidon. And what's the interesting point here is they all got along. They solidified. To, To solidify means to have the same goal, the same idea set before you. So when you have that same goal, what you do is you drop all the... The, the differences that you have between, between each other and solidify to this single goal. And what are they doing? They're following after a man that doesn't, that understands the difference between laws and traditions. And so he doesn't break the law, he breaks a tradition. And the people see that he, he's, he's doing that because he cares about people. And they're going to follow after a man that cares about people. So point number two, he's accused of losing his senses. Well, now he's got so many people around him that he can't even eat. So here comes his family, his own people, his kindred, not his mother and brothers, but just his own people. When they heard, they went out to take custody of him, for they were saying, he's lost his senses. The guy's gone, you know, he, he's, he's not thinking correctly. Look at what's going on. Well, he hasn't lost his senses. Because if you look back in chapter, in, in verse 14 of the same chapter, that's where he appoints the 12 so that they would be with him and that he could send them out to preach, give them authority over demons and to heal people. Jesus knew that the work was going to grow. He's got to bring others in. He brought in the 12. Then he brought in the 70. And all these people are going to be helping him to get the, the, the message out that the kingdom of God is at hand. It's, that's what he came to do was establish the kingdom. He wasn't losing his senses, but what he's doing is he's empowering the people to get into the work that's along with him, and the people were following because they could see that he's sharing. He's sharing the workload, and that's important to see. Then, point number three: he's being he's accused of being possessed by Satan. The scribes who came down from Jerusalem were saying he's possessed by Beelzebul. He he, he casts out demons by the the ruler of the demons. Jesus came to defeat Satan. I mean, in 27, he says, no one can enter the strong man's house and plunder his property unless he first binds a strong man, then he will plunder his house. So Jesus came to defeat Satan, to get Satan off our backs, to set us free from the fear of this creature called Satan, this fallen angel. Um, correct response, Jesus is saying, whoever does the will of God, he's my brother and sister and mother we need to solidify under the same goal and that is to get into a relationship with God through his son when you see that Christ is the goal then all these other things it doesn't matter what's going on all these other things will drop to the wayside it doesn't matter race religion what country you're from what what, what uh, how old what your gender is all that falls to the wayside and all that God really is focused on is whoever does the will of God. That's what we solidify under. So here is your, your chapter in your outline. He's accused of breaking Sabbath laws, losing his senses, and being possessed by Satan. But when you really look at it, what Jesus does is break traditions for the need of others. What we have to sometimes look at our own congregations, our own worship systems, and say, do we have traditions and can we break those traditions for the needs of others to make others richer? We've got to be careful. Traditions don't get in the way. And he uses common sense. He empowers the people. Are we trying to have a priesthood, uh, a leadership that's that's higher up than the other people? Or are we empowering the people with the information and the abilities to accomplish the goals that God has called? He wants everybody to solidify together. And then last. He has our best interests at heart. He took Satan out of the picture. Satan's in the abyss. Read, read Revelation chapter 21 to 3. He's in free fall. That's the bottomless pit. We don't have to worry about that. What we have to worry about is the truth versus the lies that this world is showing us. Correct response, what you really need to do is solidify under Christ by doing the will of God. And that's what God calls for us to do. Mark chapter 3. Thank you.